How many times over the years have you witnessed people you would consider smooth, savvy professionals self-destruct at work because they couldn't manage conflict effectively? I mean, let's bring it closer to home. How many times have you as a professional had to deal with conflict, not managed it well as you should, and your career or whatever it is ends up worse off than you began with? In this podcast 24, I cover why conflict is unavoidable in life and work and how we need to deal with it quickly and effectively or else it can come back and haunt us and ruin relationships and sometimes derail our careers or business. Stay tuned. Welcome to the You Unleashed podcast with Femi Akiemi the podcast where we explore how to unleash your potential in the workplace, your hustle and life in general with practical real life steps. Sometimes I use stories from my past and trust me, I have got stories. Other times I'll just share stuff I've read about or learned about that can make a big impact. And sometimes I get people who know a lot more than I do and we do to come into the studio and break it all down for us. You know what I usually say, I've become a believer that done is better than perfect. So whatever it is you do, start and you'll get better as time goes on and then you achieve perfection. Please don't forget to like the podcast, share with your friends and with anyone you believe you'd like to get unleashed and leave some feedback for us because that's how we get better. With that said, let's jump right into it. Conflict in the workplace. We have all been there. Some of us are good at dealing with it, approaching it, strategizing and working around it for the better. And some of us, and I'll be honest, I raise my hand up here. People like me have struggled with conflict in the past. This is probably because as a person, I am not the most confrontational person out there. And normally when I do do confrontation, it tends to be that I lash out. So I haven't thought it through. Now in the workplace, this is not the best way to deal with conflict. And I'll be honest, in the workplace, if you're going to do conflict, and you need to, Because as your career develops, as your business grows, you will come across people who have different interests or people who want what you have or are going for what you are going for. And you need to deal with conflict so you can find a way forward or else you'll be stuck. So the reality is while most of us don't like conflict, it's a part of life. It's something we have to deal with in the workplace, in life or wherever. And here's the thing. Conflict is normal. In any social or organizational setting, conflict is normal. The challenge of conflict really lies in how we deal with it. And the fact is, if you conceal it, you avoid it or you ignore it, conflict will fester. It will kind of like anything else. It will start to rot and cause a decay and to cause a resentment. And in the end, you withdraw from each other and it can even lead to factions or fighting at the end. So the truth is we need to find a way to deal with conflict in a planned, structural manner. So what creates conflict in the workplace? People just disagree on approach of doing work. Sometimes it's competitive tension. I mean, think about it. Finance are not giving enough money or people are not increasing your pay and you want your pay increased or you and your manager are arguing over a promotion or you and a colleague are arguing over who should get credit for some work that's been done. And sometimes it's even more base instincts like ego, pride, jealousy, performance discrepancies, or just compensation, money being paid. 
And while the answer to what causes conflict would appear to lead to the conclusion that really anything can cause conflict, and that's true, the reality is that the root of it is usually out of poor communication and inability to control our emotions. And that's the truth. Conflict comes down to two main reasons, communication and emotions. We don't communicate what we want effectively or they don't communicate to us or we just can't handle our emotions at the time of pressure and we just lash out. It's probably good at this time I get into a really short story I'd like to share. I think about a few weeks ago I got into an argument with someone at work and the reason why is pretty simple. I was I had been responsible for delivering a major piece of work and a few of my colleagues I were also responsible for that. And for some reason, I ended up working with someone who wasn't really reliable, so I couldn't get my job done in time, and the other guys were able to finish their work. Now, when it was time for submission, they got someone to come and ask us how we were getting on. And for some reason, every time I tried to explain why I hadn't done my work, it would end up feeling like I was being victimized or blamed for my own underperformance. And looking back, I probably should have owned my performance more, but I didn't. Separate story for another day. But in the end, I ended up feeling like she was always picking on me, picking on me. And finally, my temper snapped, just like that. And we ended up getting into a shouting match on the phone. I mean, it was really loud. There were some other people on the call. And it was so, it ended up looking quite unprofessional the way we were screaming at each other. And it got so bad, we dropped the phone. We agreed to drop the phone because we couldn't carry on like that. And I remember my wife coming in, knocking the door and asking, what was that about? And she was asking because she knows me and I'm not usually the kind of person to get into shouting matches. And I thought, wow, if my family at home could hear, what was it like on the call? But about 10 minutes later, the lady rang me back and she said she had been in tears. And what hurt her the most was that in our discussion, I had almost treated her as not part of my team. I'd treated her as the opposition. And I went the other way and said, well, I'm sorry if I made you feel like that, but you made me feel like you were here to almost just rip apart my work. In the end, it came down to communication. We hadn't communicated, but we ended up sitting down, having having a nice conversation, calmly stating what I wanted, what she wanted, and we agreed it needed to be resolved. And what's amazing that happened in the end is she and I are now really close at work. We laugh, we deal with conflict quite well. We don't even get into conflict. We just say what we both want and we find a way around it. And we're so effective. We're delivering our work faster and quicker and better. And we have a way of laughing around things now. And before that argument, we would never have been able to do this. And I'm getting to the point that sometimes conflict is unavoidable. But if you know what you are doing, conflict can actually turn out to be the best thing that can happen because You resolve these issues and then you find a way to walk forward and actually you become better. It's like what they say about teams or people when they come together for the first time. It's forming, storming, norming and performing. Really, you you get to know each other. You get into a bit of an argument that you finally agree on ways to work together and then you start performing at a high level. But what I did afterwards is that this is something I talk about to every one of you on my podcast. You know me by now. I always talk about the need to reflect closely upon major incidents that happen in our lives. 
And the way to know when something is a major incident is usually it would elicit emotion. If you end up laughing a lot around it, if you end up crying or getting angry, it's triggered something inside you. So you need to examine why. If you laugh a lot, it's something that's made you happy and you should be asking why it's made you happy and then you know how to tap into that emotion. If it's something that's made you sad, why? If it's angry, why? Because then you understand what these things are and you can harness it or you can avoid it if necessary. So I decided to think back and ask, why did this lady and I really get into an argument? Now it's clear that it was because of how I felt about the way she was criticizing the work I do but I need to think deeper and that's what we all need to do is why so the first thing I needed to ask myself is how did this happen and I came up with a number of reasons I want to share with you so if you're ever going to get into conflict or there is something around that's bubbling you need to start thinking about these reasons and help yourself manage conflict or decide if you even need to get into conflict in the first place so number one decide if the conflict is necessary and the reason why I'm talking about this, just to backtrack a bit, is I said at the beginning, I know myself now that because I am not the most confrontational person, I allow things to kind of sit there and eventually I just lash out. And none of us, we should try not to be like that in the workplace. The workplace is one of those places where you need to be deliberate with your emotions, even in life. But at workplace, if you lash out uncontrollably, uncontrollably the price can be severe. So the first thing I should have done is I should have decided if the conflict was necessary. And the question is, is it worth it? What do I have to gain? What do I have to lose? Or should I, should I sort of lose but live to fight another day? And here is what it comes down to. It's the importance factor. You need to ask the first question, who am I up against? And let's be real here. The whole point is you need to pick your battles. You cannot just pick a conflict with anyone. If you pick a conflict with someone who is lower than you in the organization or in business or in life, the reality is people will look at you as someone who is bullying others. So in those situations, you really shouldn't be picking conflicts or fights or arguments with people who are lower than you in the organization or in business or whatever. You really should look for better ways to deal with it. Secondly, if it's against someone who is a lot higher than you, I would really think about that because if they're two or three steps higher than you, this could really quickly end up in career suicide. So you really need to think about it. And if it's someone who is just one level higher than you, you really need to have planned it because if you don't, you could lose and it doesn't look good for you as well. So really, when you want to pick conflicts, in this instance, you want to pick someone who is a pair, someone who you're on the same level, you work together quite closely, and there's a strong chance you can have a decent conversation and end up with a way forward. Because if you go too high up or you go too low, you, it doesn't end well for you most of the time. Okay? So you need to pick your battles and avoid conflicts just for the sake of conflict. And that's the one thing I would say here. You don't pick conflicts just because you want to or you feel like picking a fight or someone for whatever reason has rubbed you up the wrong way. You don't agree with how they do things. There has to be a clear reason for picking a conflict and a clear outcome you really desire. That will make work better for everyone. Okay? The second thing you need to think about is what is in it for me? Now, it's not so much about what's in it for you because you probably know what you want. What you haven't thought about is why am I and this person clashing? What's in it for them? Now, personally speaking, if I'd thought about what this lady really wanted, 
she had been given a responsibility to make sure all the work we did was done correctly. Now, if I'd appreciated that, I would have known she was under pressure from above too. And I would have said, oh, we both want the same thing and let's deal with this accordingly. We can work together for this. But I didn't do that. I simply thought about myself and not about her. If I had thought about her, there's a strong chance we wouldn't have argued because we would have found a way to have a decent discussion around this. The reality is that there will always be people with different opinions to you, different needs. And what you need to do is find out what's common for both about for both of you or find out what's important to that person to make sure their needs are met as well. Number three, be prepared. It's really hard to do, but like with all battles or all confrontations or all discussions, the people who win or the people who are successful are those who are the most prepared. So if you're going to go into a conflict or a discussion with someone, you need to have a clear expectation of what you want from the discussion. Because if you don't, again, you end up looking like someone arguing for arguing sake. You end up looking like someone who is getting into a conflict for the sake of it. You're driven by your ego. And it's not about that. We both work together. We both do business together. There is something you want or there is something they want. And you're really trying to find a way forward. If you end up looking like you're getting into an argument for no reason, you end up looking like someone who nobody wants to work with and is not sure what they want and is picking fights just for the sake of it. So you have to really understand what you want from it, what they want from it, and then start to look for common goals. If you don't have a common goal, then you really shouldn't be working together or you're not sure what you're doing. The point is, if you have a reason why you are arguing, then there must be something you're both connected. There's something that connects you together. So look for that. And very quickly, when you go in, agree on what you both agree on. And that brings you together very quickly, binds you. And then you can start thinking about the parts you disagree on and how to make a way forward on that. The bottom line is, I believe resolution can be resolved as long as there's a sincere need and desire to do so. But you also have to be ready to turn the other cheek. So it's really about compromise, forgiveness, compassion, empathy, finding the common ground, but also being an active listener and also thinking about service above yourself. You need to think about the greater good above yourself. So basically, remove your ego. Make it not about your ego and more about achieving a common goal. And if you do all of this, the reality is conflict can be resolved or where there is conflict, it can be resolved. And very quickly, you can find a way forward. The one thing you mustn't do is try to bury your head in the sand because in the end, everything will fall apart. So if there is conflict and it needs to happen, deal with it quickly and fast. But here's one thing I would like to say. Sometimes you just need to hit conflict head on. Sometimes it needs to be done. The discussion needs to be had. Because while you can't always prevent conflict, it's been my experience that the secret to conflict resolution is in fact conflict prevention. Try to prevent it. But if you can't prevent it, you need to very quickly have that discussion with someone and decide decisively around how you're going to manage it. Listen, everyone, the world is made up of people from different backgrounds, different desires, different motives, different levels of competence. So if you bring us all together into the same place, there is no way we won't fall into conflict. There is no way we won't argue. What's more important is how do we move forward? And if you 
my dear audience, want to become a builder of relationships, if you want to have an enjoyable career that is free from stress and the physical toil, and trust me, I know some people who literally have tummy aches because they're keeping stuff inside. They're not dealing with conflict. If you want to become someone who enjoys a decent relationship at work, is full of joy, enjoys coming into work, you don't want to start looking at people at work out of anger, then you need to learn how to deal with conflict. And it can be difficult, but you need to do it. If not for anything, you need to do it for your mental health and your own personal development. You need to see conflict as an opportunity to develop yourself. Every time you deal with conflict, every time you deal with conflict effectively, you develop more as someone who can manage conflicts. And then all of a sudden, what looks like a conflict in the past wouldn't and your career moves quicker and faster. For a lot of us, the reason why our careers or our businesses don't progress is sometimes we just don't know how to have these healthy discussions. These conflicts that need to be had where we butt heads and very quickly resolve it. You have nothing to fear. And as long as it's needed and there's a way forward, you'll be fine. Listen, we have one life to live and we should live it in power and faith. This week, go out with a mind to stay clear, a mind of clarity, a mind where if there's anything that's a source of conflict, you, in your mind, resolve to resolve it and deal with it and find a way forward. With that said, have a great week. Get unleashed, stay unleashed.